Aloha, all you money makers. This is Indar Lang, and I'm super excited to talk to you today. How I became the first millionaire in my family. Super excited to talk about how, what it takes to get there. I know you guys want to know, so let's do it. Let's dive on and let's begin. If I told you guys that that subscribe button is the only thing that's separating you from financial freedom, because knowledge is power, I'm going to give you all the knowledge so you can succeed in life. You guys don't know me? Aloha, my name is Indar Lang and I'm the largest flipper here in Hawaii and I've been flipping houses for over 10 years now and I didn't just do it overnight. It's, it took a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of work to get to where I'm at today and I want to break down all those factors, all those habits, all those things that I did to bring me to where I'm at today. First, let me actually share what it means to be a millionaire, quotation marks here. Um, Millionaire doesn't necessarily mean you make a million dollars a year. Well, that's what I used to think, at least. Millionaire actually could mean is you have a net worth of a million. So when we have a lot of properties, you have the value of that property minus the debt of that property. Whatever that difference is, if you subtract, if that's over a million dollars, that means you're a millionaire. You're supposed to not include your primary residence in that number, by the way, anyone out there. Um, but when you add up all those properties, if you own a bunch of property minus the debt, even though you're not, maybe you're only making 100 grand a year, that means you're a millionaire. So just so you clarify, it doesn't necessarily make you mean to make a million dollars a year. It means that, that you have uh, a net worth. And net worth is more cool to me, actually, honestly. Making a million dollars a year, you have to do that every year. Uh, if you have a net worth of a million dollars, that's even more cool because you can leverage, you can use that, you can get more things um, that grows. It's like a silent bank account, all these kind of fun things. So a little difference on that. And also to clarify and not take uh, away from my parents, both my parents own their own businesses and they're very entrepreneurial, my, both my parents, and they're very hardworking. They're very successful. My mom uh, really raised us and made a lot of money as a massage therapist and acupuncturist. And my dad uh, now owns a, a huge construction uh, maintenance company, but uh, he's done all kinds of other businesses through the years. So I grew up with that uh, family of entrepreneurs and so forth, and they did very well uh, for themselves. We were um, <laughs> we were first born on a, a pot farm, so that's back in the you know, 60s and 70s, so entrepreneurs in that sense. Um, but then my parents got out of that whole lifestyle and changed their whole, once they had our kids, and they were just both entrepreneurs and very successful in their sense of entrepreneurship. But uh, my millionaire status really came when I started uh, getting rentals and getting properties and getting flips and playing in this whole real estate business. Um, so let me just kind of tell you what mindset was like for me early on growing up in that. And my mindset shift was always kind of this two, two different worlds in a sense. I grew up Hawaii, very local, very uh, pigeon, very just Akamai, just very, I knew, knew there was two different worlds. Um, I had to, you know two different sets of friends and I, le I leaned to the bad friends first, you know, that party and have a good time and, uh, and that kind of friendship. Um, you know, later on in life, I realized that those friends are great and I love them to death to, to this day, but I had to change my surroundings. Um, you know, I think early on for me, it started off, I actually went to Heal College for a business school and they really kind of instilled um, some big drivers in, 
that work to this day, you know, dress successful, dress nice, dress the part. Um, you know, one, it just kind of, if you're not there yet, it's like fake it till you make it kind of idea. I know it sounds bad, but you, you're in a right room, you know, with people, um, you know, maybe you're 20 years old and you're in a room with 40 or 50 years old people. Um, if you're just dressing the right part, you'll present better. You'll be able to communicate better. You'll be able to get recognition better. The little nuances of this, those, these kind of stuff really help change to where you're at today. So just acting like it, fake it till you make it, it's huge. Um, I think I lost my pigeon. I went to way to college for two years in the mainland and I lost my pigeon. I, I still can do it. I can bust it out if I need to, but I lost my thick pigeon. I had a thick kind of pigeon growing up in the big, big island when I made a conscious kind of decision to stop speaking so heavily in pigeon. Uh, one, I was in the mainland and people kind of, I don't know, I got teased about it. And so I didn't like it. And I'm like getting teased about it, obviously. So I, I was 19 years old, 18 years old, and it bothered me. So I made a conscious decision to stop speaking pigeon. Now you can do that and that's fine and that's great. But there is a time and a place for certain things. There's a time and place to act a certain way. There's a time and place. And that's what we're referring to right here. Um, so if you, you know, with your boys, your friends, you can bust it out. You probably, you know, the kind of, you like go to a beach cruise, hang out. You can bust that out when you're with your friends. But, you know, if you're in a room with successful business owners or you're working with an investor and you're asking for a million dollars, probably not the time and place to, to, to act and talk that way. Um, so it's kind of fake it till you make it. Um, it's kind of the way, best way to describe it. I know it sounds bad, but it is so true. The, there's a saying, you go to a barbershop enough, eventually you'll get your, you get a haircut. So it's kind of the same thing, which leads into the next segment kind of is the people you hang around. Um, I love my friends and they're great. And I grew up with some amazing people. But there are certain friends that just were going to just, there's, I, myself, I was just going to cruise at the beach, hang out, do nothing, surf. You know, that wasn't the direction I wanted to go on. You know, the direction I really always want to be is I want to be a millionaire. I want to have a nice car. I have that vision board. I was a big, very big fan of The Secret when that movie first came out. If you haven't watched it, watch The Secret. Um, very into goal setting since a young age because I really had this deep, deep desire of wanting more, of visualizing myself in the Ferrari, of having the nice house, the family, the nice things, you know, even money. You know, money it does buy you things, you know, believe it or not. You can buy some really nice things that do make you happy. So um, having those, those kind of objects, you know, uh, as well as some self, you know, things to really enjoy, travel, a great family, to have uh, financial freedom, you know, the ability to do certain things um, does also bring happiness and that all into one big picture. Um, so I was a very big advocate of seeing, seeing goals, writing goals. I still am today. I still goal set, write in my journal every morning. Um, I still even break my goals better. I got better at it now. So, um, just writing my goals and reverse engineering those goals. Uh, say you want to make a million dollars a year and you need, you're trying to do it through rental properties. Maybe that's your goal. 
how much rental income do you need to make a million a year? That's $83,333 a month you need. Um, so how many rental properties does that take to make $83,000 a month? Say you have uh, you know, a rental property and makes a thousand bucks a month. That's gonna mean you need 83, 83 rental properties to be able to set that goal. Um, so, you know, figuring out those types of goals will help you, you know, get there to where you're at. Um, but the second segment of hanging around the right people is a, really was a game changer. When I started uh, going to Hugh College, I went to um, Manoa for electrical engineering, started being around just really intelligent people, people a lot smarter than me. Um, which was great because then they had different drivers. They had a different mindsets. Um, you know, we would study partners together. And so all of those people were very academic. So I was in that academic world of very academia. Most of those people actually stayed on at college or, or, or they're still um, in the academia world or went on to uh, being electrical engineering as what we were going to school for at the time. Um, and then later on, I started realizing that uh, this was 24, 25, 26-ish, that I needed to hang around millionaires. I needed to hang around people who had a million dollars, not people who wanted to get there, who needed to get there. I needed to be around those type of people. And I started joining clubs that had those type of people there. Um, I had a mentor, just a f one guy I knew that was a millionaire, and uh, I would just pick his brain all the time. And he was great. He would tell me, he, people who are successful think differently. I, I just swear to God, they, they all have this little quirkiness to them. They all think differently. They're just not the norm. And you often question uh, the differences. And I think that's what makes most of these people so successful is that they don't f follow in line in society. They will question uh, things. They will think differently. Um, I think all actually now thinking about it, all the successful people I know are very quirky in their sense, and I and that's what it makes amazing to me about them that they all have this kind of difference to them, and that they think differently and they push the limits. Um, they don't uh, they don't just fall in line and do what they told kind of people. They want to try new things. They want to take uh, you know different paths than everybody else. And that's what it takes. It's very hard to, to change how we're programmed in life. We're programmed to go to school, get a good job, and work hard uh, and get paid. And it's very hard to change that it drilled into you for years and years into the, okay, now I'm going to go start a business and I'm going to not make any money for the first six months and then I'm going to hope to get paid and it's gonna all work out and it's gonna be great and I'm gonna jump off this big cliff and try it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's literally like that. So it's not as easy as an avenue as the norm. And that's what it takes when you're around all these other successful people, they make that avenue seem easier. They make that, um, those questions that you may have become easier. They make uh, the mindset of it all to make a little clear, a little bit more clarity. Um, there's a great story I had early on, and this was, I know it's like every day to me now, but uh, we're trained, you know, we wanna, say you want a brand new car. 
you need a new car. You have uh, you know, $25,000 to go buy a brand new car. So what does a normal person do? We're trained to take that 25 grand. We're going to go down to the dealership. We're going to put our down payment, and we're going to go buy a brand new car. We're going to make our payments 400 bucks a month. You know, that's our new car. That's what we're taught to do, right? That's just kind of the way it, you think it is. Uh, but the millionaire mindset is to take that 25000 you go buy a rental property um, for 150000 and put that as a down payment. And now that down payment is buying your rental property. That rental property is producing $500 a month net cash flow. You take that net, that 500 a month, you go lease a new car. And now you're leasing a new car um, and you're getting a property that's going up in value, it's appreciating and getting income, and you're getting a lease car that's depreciating and losing value. So just that mindset shift of how you make money work, how you use money differently, things like that. Um, and when you're around these people, that's what happens. Um, you surround yourself with people that are, you know, are doing it, who are smarter, better. Um, there's a, I won't share her name, there's a, a girl who's coming into office right now just to learn and intern and just be around it and I really respect what she's doing because there's moments she's helping us she's doing work and so forth but then I will take you know 30 minutes or something just talk to her and just let her know what's on my mind and talk to her about her goals and just th little things like that I know it'll rub off on the people you know just those little things those little conversations like that as they did with me and they still, to this day, um, a great example is I'm around these successful millionaires. I'm in these these groups where you have to you have to have a, a million net worth. You have to have money to be into these groups. And early on, 2019, I learned about cost segregation from these groups, from these millionaires. They were doing this big tax saving strategy called cost segregation study, and. Um, 2019 I did my first cost segregation and it was a game changer instead of paying all these taxes I used depreciation and all these great stuff to not pay taxes and I didn't learn that from hanging around you know at the beach uh, you know surfing all day I learned that from paying money to go to these groups and being around these successful people and um, you know that was early on on the whole thing and now to this day there's a hundred more great things I've learned from them of business of growth of hiring so much stuff um, and really successful millionaire people when you are if you're not one of them you know if you're not there you don't have if you're not there uh, is a little different but if you are part of them you're around yourself uh, with, with successful people and you have value to them um, they're an open book they're an open book if you're you know just as open as you are to them it's a it's a two-way path they really, really have a helpful attitude. Every, almost every successful person I know has this really open book mentality to them. You know, what do you want to know? Anything. Um, so, but if you are not, if you're brand new at this and you're still trying to figure it out, um, do not come with, uh, you know, hey, tell me who's your investors, who's your private money, who's your contractors. Don't come with that. You need to come with, uh, how can I add value to you? What can I do to add value to you to help you? And I'll and then I can add value back. So if you are, you know, haven't got there yet, don't come with a lot of questions. Come with more of of what can I do to really add value to you? What can I 
do to add value to your time and do not expect things in return. Um, there's a group I'm in actually, and I do not like to, um, I just want to add value to this group. There's a group that I really enjoy being a part of and I sometimes don't want to ask for anything because I want to just add value to that group because these are really bad, you know, badass people, successful people. And um, you know, I just want as much as I can add value to their lives. And if it, stuff comes back, it comes back. But when you have that mindset of adding value, it comes back to you. Um, but these groups I'm in, and they're so helpful to um, how you're hiring people, what are you doing to keep your dreams alive, what's your goals, um, what's your quarterly goals, what are you doing to achieve them, you know, what's stopping you from getting there, you know, here's what I've done. So just being around those right kind of people really changes. Um, so I would implore to you to have two sets of friends sometimes. If it's, you know, you want to get into chill mode and you do want to get away and just clean your brain, you know, you can hang out with your friends that you grew up with. Um, but when you really want to drive and really want to take it to the next level, you know, put yourself into those rooms with those people and just keep yourself there somehow, you know, just constantly just hanging around them will, will get you get you there you know there's plenty of things you can do to just hang around what's the you know start going all the events all the meetups of course um you know hang out with there's a lot of different ways that you can just be around those people you know add value add work add um you know messages whatever whatever uh, there's just think of be creative <laughs> best way i can explain to it all um and the, the last thing I, I want to share about being a millionaire, becoming a millionaire, is I talked about it earlier, but your goal setting. Uh, I feel like my goals were, were big at the time, but now looking back, my goals were never big enough. Um, I, I had a goal to make a million dollars and make this. And I feel like now that I achieve it, like it wasn't like it was such a small goal. Like, why did I dream so small? So I implore you to dream bigger, set those goals even bigger. It's almost like you're shooting for the stars, and if you you know make it halfway, you're still fine. So you shoot to be a you know a hundred millionaire, and if you make it halfway, I guess you can settle you know for a hundred million or fifty million, whatever. So you know you set the bigger goals, and if you do fail, at least you're you're not as you know um, you're halfway there. So you know set your goals bigger. And really take the time. Goals are, I don't think, are necessarily the right place, something to start. It's a it's an end point to look at, but what is all the steps to get there? Reverse engineer. I constantly am reverse engineering things. Like, okay, I want to, um, you know, have more time with my kids. What is that going to take? Okay, I want to I want to be leave work at three o'clock every day. What is that going to take? Um, I want to spend more time with my wife. You know, what is that going to take? How is that going to get there? So just like, I think life sometimes, if you just sit down and think, just really, really think, you know all the answers. Um, in real estate, it's a great example. Real estate is very easy to understand. It is it's pretty cut and dry. You buy, you buy a house cheap, you sell it for more. Uh, you know, you fix it up, you buy a great rental, make sure it cash flow. It's not sometimes rocket science. It's just a taking the time to sit down and think and learn 
um, uh, when I first started, I'd sign up for an education program, and that education program uh, really just put everything in line for me. Uh, I knew some of the basics, but just that education program like kind of just ordered it to me, put the chapters in order. And so that's what it is sometimes, is you know a lot of the basics of life in general, these point it's one is of course taking action to do it but two just putting one foot in front of the other what are the steps it takes and not necessarily the big steps what are those little steps to take uh, a good good thing I practice still this day is I'll just do anything and everything that some there's a lot of things I don't like doing but I'll just won't think about it too much I'll just do it and that way, I'm not worried about doing it later. Like, it doesn't build up. I just took care of it now, and we're on to the next thing. Even if I sometimes don't want to do it, I'm like, ah, I'll just do it now and just get it done with and move on to the next thing. And, and I think that's huge is just taking the steps, the little steps to just keep on doing the right things, of course. Once you start making money, if your goal is to make money, the real hard part is to keep on making money sometimes as the the job itself continues to grow and beyond and to grow and you got to keep on doing so start realizing for me I was making a million dollars flipping houses which is great but I didn't have nothing to show for it I didn't have rentals and then when I start realizing to get rentals putting my money there and start leaning into that side of it all we have 160 rentals to this day and leading into getting rentals more um, really kept that longer term of okay i don't have to flip as much houses i can live off our rentals i can get these stabilized pro stabilize these properties and enjoy that to come um, we're actually going to sell a huge part of our rental portfolio here um, and if it all goes well we'll probably make three three mil off of it and i can then actually take that three million and go invest it at 12 percent return and and live off of 360,000 a year in, in that returns. So, and that's just that 3 million, we have other rentals and so forth. But you can take uh, money, of course, and then start leveraging and using it to make it work for you. Um, but with that said, uh, I am very blessed to be, you know, very successful it is hard path it's not easy and i help my brother i work with my brother and i try to give back to my brother i'd love to give back more to him um you know i taking care more of my family and just going places and taking care of you know who got me there my parents are definitely the people who got me there um and as well as all the the pushing and and all the help from everybody else as well but you can all get there. It's not as, it's a big hump at the beginning, but after a while, it gets easier as you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Now for our investor inbox. <laughs> Q&A. What do you think sets you apart from others? Why has real estate worked so well for you? So real estate, I always just felt like, okay, I have an electrical engineering degree. That's great. I can make 300000 a year. That's great. Um, but I always wanted more. I wanted the, the million. I want the million for some reason. It's just cool. It sounds cool. Um, you know, billion sounds cooler. But I think just the drive in me, just never stopping, never um, being, being scared of 
of going for it um, is what sets me apart. Um, to keep moving forward, I stumble and move forward, and um, I take educated risk. That's what it takes to be a business owner. You know, doing a flip is is a risk, of course. Um, when you big big risk, big reward. So when you start making more money, you're taking essentially um, you know educated bigger bigger things, bigger risk in a sense. Um, so taking getting a getting a well-grounded education well-grounded uh, knowledge of what you're doing whatever business it is in then you can go out there and go for and take that you know that that jump and um and that's what it is it's taking that jump it's taking that step forward into that direction and not looking back knowing that you're going to keep falling forward you know to this day if every god forbid i lost you know everything i can go wholesale a couple properties and buy a flip and do a flip here and there and just start all over really quickly and i feel like that's what i found gold when i realized that i can do that in real estate that i can wholesale a few deals and do a couple flips and turn it all you know do it all over again so i found like real estate was that avenue to the next world um i'm around millionaires uh beforehand when i was around all these millionaires they either did real estate or they had real estate as part of their portfolio in life so i just always knew real estate had to be part of my life um i didn't want to be the you know the agent making three percent uh, they make great money is you know they 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 definitely can make great money um but i want to be the guy in control you know i don't want to be no offense to any agent out there, but you you're still a W you're still an employee. Um, I want to be the guy he who has the gold makes the rules. So I really want to be the guy who is in control and uh, in control of my own destiny. You know, I wasn't uh, calling I was calling the shots. You know, so I've, I I just took that path myself. I wanted to be the guy who owned the houses. I just always wanted to be that, and uh, and that's where we're at today. Um, last part of the deal of the week, we have our multifamily deal that we're still looking for a few more investors. We're going to bring you guys in. I already have a, I think a few of you, we got a contact and anyone else wants to jump on our multifamily flip. And we have, I think two deals in the pipeline. I think we just got locked up, uh, two more deals. So talk to Kyle and on our team and love for you guys to jump in and be a part of our deals and just make that money work for you guys. I mean, I do it. We all do it. You should make that money work. It's better than sending any place else. Get at least a 12% return for your money. Make it work. It's definitely what that mentor I shared earlier on. He had a million dollars. He still does. He has more than that. Um, he lends out his money at 10% and he just constantly keeps his money working. And um, still to this day, I think of that way too. You've got to keep money working for you, whatever that money is, making returns on it. So. Thank you guys for listening and go out there, become a millionaire. Aloha.